This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is rolling along during this super week. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline will include Kristen McCaffrey and Chase Young in this hour. And our Super Week on ESPN Radio is brought to you by AutoZone. My disheveled board operator, Bubba, as always, along for the ride. And my main man, Hembo, is in with us today. He stops by as often. We will have him in here as often as we can moving forward here. And I've told you, he is, and if you watch Get Up, you know that he is our main man with stats and with analytics. But he is also... My main man when it comes to gambling, and that, I am aware, has become an increasingly important piece of the sports conversation in this time and era where gambling has been legalized in so many places and continues to be. And so, Himbo and I put together a little list, and all the odds you're going to hear, the lines come from Caesars William Hill. But you have probably started looking at the lines in this game. You've probably started looking at the total in this game. You've probably started looking at the props in this game. We have five pieces of advice that you need to hear. Number five. Number five is take the under. The total on this game, did it just go to 56? Hambo, it was 56 and a half. Now down to 56, but it's been fluctuating 56 back and, and a half. 56 or 56 and a half. Either way, it's either the second highest or tied for the second highest total in the history of the Super Bowl. When the total has been 50 or higher, the under is 8, 2, and 1. And one of the two overs came in overtime. So it needed overtime to go over. So history says when the number is over 50, take the under. That's our number five tip. Number four. Number four. Like I said, take the under. <laughs> Here's another reason. Tom Brady's teams in Super Bowls have scored a combined total of three First quarter points in nine Super Bowl appearances. In nine Super Bowls, his offenses have combined total of one field goal, and that's it. The Chiefs actually average fewer points in the first quarter than any other quarter with Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. The first quarter total, by the way, is set at 10 points. That might be an interesting little one you want to take a shot at because these two teams do not do it in the first quarter. But once again, the tips today, pound the under. Number three. Next is take Brady with the points. Tom Brady has covered 71% of his games as an underdog. I'm not talking about Super Bowls. I'm talking about for his whole career. That is the best by any quarterback in the entire Super Bowl era. With a win on Sunday, he'll actually join Jim Plunkett and Eli Manning as the only quarterbacks with multiple Super Bowl wins as an underdog. He was an underdog in his first Super Bowl, and here he is. I was about to say in his last. It may not even be his last, but in his 10th, He's an underdog again, and he has a chance to win it as a dog again. Again, he covers 71% of the games in his career. So if Brady's getting points, smart money says you take him. Number two. Did I mention take the points? It's going to be close. There have been 20 Super Bowls decided by one possession. Brady has started in eight of them. Eight of his nine and eight of the 20 ever Super Bowls that were decided by one possession Tom Brady started in. So 40% of all the close Super Bowls were started by Brady. And eight out of his nine, 
of the Super Bowl he's played in. Which was the other one? And but what am I forgetting? What was the Super Bowl that he played in that wasn't close? Oh, the Rams. Who did they the, blow out? The Rams. They beat the Rams by ten. When did they beat the? They didn't beat the Rams by ten. Didn't they kick a field goal at the very end to beat the Rams? The second time. What am I thinking? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Oh, the second Rams. You're right. I'm sorry, the Jared Goff Rams. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. Thank you. I was thinking of the first one. I was thinking of of, of no. the, the. I forgot they played the Rams. That was all of two years ago. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So all of Brady's Super Bowls, but one, have been one possession games. So it's going to be close. Take points. Number if you one. Can get them, and then finally, number one. If you're looking at props. If you're looking for a dark horse MVP candidate, take the quarterbacks out of it. You should be considering a wide receiver. Seven wide receivers have won Super Bowl MVP, four of them since 2004. Julian Edelman, Santonio Holmes, Heinz Ward, and Deion Branch. Of those, the one with the best odds to win MVP is Tyreek Hill. He's 10 to 1. So he has the best odds of any of the receivers on either team. So there's just a little look at some of the directions you might want to be considering if you're looking at the total right now, you're looking at the line, you're looking at some of the props, we'll continue to get you ready for the biggest game of the year along those lines with Hembo providing me with all of these numbers. We're Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Again, good guests coming up on the Goodyear Hotline. But right now, I have to pass this along. This is a perfect opportunity for you to try some active listening. Unsolicited advice. My unsolicited advice is for baseball. Baseball doesn't need advice from me, but it's going to get some today. I insist we talk about this. Greeny Insist is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I know that this Sunday is the Super Bowl, but this needs to be said. While the NFL does the impossible, completes a full and outstanding season with a Super Bowl this Sunday, baseball continues to infuriate people who love it. Just read the nonsense that is coming out of there. If you're interested in this, just call up Jeff Passan's story on ESPN.com or on Twitter about the way they are all behaving or save yourself the time and just smash your head into a brick wall instead. It's embarrassing. The distrust on both sides has made that relationship so toxic they cannot possibly accomplish anything. At a time when the sport requires real leadership into a post-pandemic world with a ton of opportunity, but also faces real challenges. Right now, they are just too busy fighting with each other to get anything done. And if that sounds familiar to people who pay attention to the news every day, it should. And of course, it isn't nearly as important, but the reality of it is that this is a time, a particular time in history for all businesses that requires leadership. It requires moving forward together because we're going to come out of this pandemic, God willing, at some point pretty soon. And everyone, all of us are going to face a lot of big decisions. And the sport, I think people who talk about baseball are wrong on both counts. And Hembo, no one I know loves baseball more than you do. But people who say the sport is dying couldn't be more wrong. But the people who then will say, look at all the money they're making. They're as healthy as they've ever been are also wrong. The truth is somewhere in the middle. The truth is baseball is a thriving business with real challenges moving forward. And it is my opinion, and I'll give you a moment to, to vent on this if you'd like to, <laughs> that this is a time that requires leadership that is impossible. I'm not suggesting the leaders aren't good people. I know Rob for years. I like him a lot. And Tony Clark, I'm not saying they're not capable. But their relationship is so toxic, they can get nothing done. They're speaking a different language. When there's zero trust in the relationship, obviously it makes, makes it uh, very difficult to move forward. Greeny, have you ever seen the movie War of the Roses? Yes, I have. 
That's baseball right now. They're fighting over square footage when the whole world around them is crumbling. That's what, that's what I see right now, and it seems very unlikely to me that they're going to get this thing figured out anytime soon. And with the CBA, uh, the collective bargaining agreement, coming to an end after this season, this is the worst time for this to possibly be happening. The worst. I mean, they aired their dirty laundry at the height of the pandemic. <laughs> at the height of the pandemic. They just basically pulled down their pants and said, look at our underwear. And they managed to get a season together. And once they started playing, it was pretty good. Because the game always saves it. But right now, they need to say themselves. All right. Hambo, give me Super Bowl trivia. Greeny, who was the only player to win the Super Bowl in a season in which he rushed for 2,000 yards? Okay. I actually know the answer to that. I'm going to let everyone think about it. I know it because as I was perusing the questions before you came in here, I saw that one. <laughs> so, I didn't cheat on purpose, but I know the answer to that. But I'll let you have a moment to think about it. Who's the only player to rush for 2,000 yards and win the Super Bowl in the same season? You'll hear the answer, and you'll hear from a guy who hopes to do it someday. Christian McCaffrey will join us live next on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. This was not cheating. I did not look up the answer to this question, but Hembo sent me some notes earlier this week, and this was in it. So he's doing our Super Bowl trivia today all morning long. Give it to us, Hembo. What's the trivia question? The question is, who is the only player to rush for 2,000 yards and win the Super Bowl in the same season? And the answer is Terrell Davis, right? That's correct. He did so in 1998. And, and I don't know. I'm trying to think. With your trivia questions on TV, I usually won't look at the answer and see if I would have gotten it right. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think I would have gotten that right anyway because we've had this conversation before just in general about as running backs have become devalued, like the last team to lead the NFL in rushing and win the Super Bowl the same season was the 85 Bears. So it's, it's just so much less a part of the game. How many running backs have, done, have rushed for 2,000 yards of all time? Eight running backs have done a- including so. Including this year, right, Derrick Henry? Uh, correct. So, so let me see if I can name the eight. Mm. The first one ever to do it was O.J. Simpson. In 1973, I was there. December, when he, ran, he, he, went, he finished with 2,003 yards. He finished it on a a snowy December day at Shea Stadium, and they carried him off on their shoulders. I was at the game. I was six years old or five years old. No, six years old. It was was December of 73, right? That's right. So I was six years old. I'm going to say it was December 15th, earlier than that maybe. December 16th. December 16th. That was close. Okay, so OJ was the first one. So that's one out of the eight. uh, uh, So so OJ, Terrell Davis, and Derrick Henry is three. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy from Baltimore was Jamal Lewis. That's right. He did so in 2003. Adrian Peterson did it one year, right? In 2012. 
So how many am I missing? Two. Give me an error. You're missing three. Excuse me. I'm missing three. Give, give me an error. Uh, 1984. Eric Dickerson. 1997. Barry Sanders. And 2009. This is the, always the trickiest one. 2009. 2009? Brandon is nodding his head at me like he knows it. This is definitely the most anonymous of these seasons on an average team. An anonymous 2,000-yard season on an average team. Go ahead, tell me. Chris Johnson of the Titans. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I, I would not, if you had given me the rest of the day, I would not have remembered that. All right, Greeny with you here. Hembo is along for the ride. I got a question. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Someone asked it to me. It was actually Nuno, the producer of this show, Nuno Teixeira, asked me this question. I'm going to ask it to you. Does Andy Reid go on the Mount Rushmore of coaches if he wins this Super Bowl? And if not, how close is he? I'll answer it for you. The answer is no. Andy Reid is a great coach, an all-time great coach. And of all the great coaches, he's probably my favorite as a person. And I'll tell you my, very quickly my favorite Andy Reid story ever. A million years ago, Mike and Mike were in Philadelphia. We were there, actually. What, year, what was the year the Phillies played in the World Series and they had that greatest game ever? The, 08. 08. So this was 08. So the, 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 the game that many people describe as the greatest World Series game ever was on a Thursday night, right? That was the game that they could have won. It was Texas they were playing and all of that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Tampa. Uh, Tampa. Okay. No, that's not the year I'm talking about. <laughs> they played the Yankees the next year. Okay. Uh, they, whatever. It doesn't make any difference. I was, <laughs> we were there for the World Series. And I may have the, the, the year mixed up, but we were there for the World Series for sure. And it's a Friday morning, and Andy Reid comes by the set to do Mike and Mike in person, where they were in a, you know, with an audience and a little restaurant, whatever it was, one of these places we used to do the show all the time. And Andy comes walking in, and he has got three cheesesteaks. Mind you, this is 6.30 in the morning. He would come right at the beginning of the show because he was going into the facility. So it's like 6.10 in the morning, and Andy Reid comes, comes walking in. He's got three cheesesteaks. And he, he sits down, he's got one in front of him, he puts one in front of Golik, and he puts one in front of me. And I looked at him and I said, you know, thank you so much, that's so nice of you. I'm not going to eat that at 6.10 in the morning. And he said, and I quote, I was counting on that, and he and Golik split it. <laughs> so they each had one and a half. They each had one and a half cheesesteaks, and I watched 6.10 in the morning. But that's the guy Andy is. So he's just as good a guy as you could ever possibly ask to know, and I root for him like crazy. But here's who he's behind. In my opinion, the Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches, for me, in no order. So Mount Rushmore, to me, does not have an order. The four faces on the pro football coaching Mount Rushmore are Bill Belichick, Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, and Bill Walsh. That's my personal Mount Rushmore. The three closest and all I have ahead of Andy right now are Chuck Knoll, Tom Landry, and Bill Parcells. I would put all of those right now ahead of Andy. Now, Andy could surpass many of those. Winning Sunday wouldn't hurt. Two Super Bowls makes a big difference. And I don't think he's anywhere near done. We keep talking about this. He's not as old as you think he is. Isn't he like 62 or 63? No, stand by. You'll get that in a second. He's not. Andy is younger than you think he is. He feels like he's been around forever because he has been. But he got hired very young in Philadelphia. You're right, 62. He's 62. 
And he's a lifer. If you know Andy, he's not going anywhere. He doesn't have anything else in his life he wants to do but coach football. So I think he's got a good, let's, let's just, as a nice round number, let's say he coaches to 70. That's eight more years. He's going to win two or three more. With that quarterback, maybe more than that. So I think he has an excellent chance to get to the Mount Rushmore of coaching. But right now he's not on it. And, and I didn't even really think about it deeply. There may be more people that are not on the list. There may be more that go ahead of him besides Noel Landry and Parcells. But I would put those seven. What do you think of my list? Just Do you have any huge, Hembo, any huge disagreement? Belichick, Lombardi, Shula, Walsh. Walsh for his innovation as well as the winning. Do you have a major quarrel with it? George Hallis. Where does George Hallis belong? See, George Hallis was the coach for literally like 30 years, right? And, 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 and put up years. big numbers. 40 years. <laughs> um, they weren't great most of those years. Go back and look at George Hallis's coaching career. And he also owned the team. It was an entirely different time. People would pull his name there. I'm comfortable with my list as it is. All right, Chase Young's going to jump in here. And Hembo, give me a trivia question. Super Bowl trivia. Super Bowl trivia. Um, I only had three prepared. Let me, let me okay. swing back around. I'll give you another minute to think about it. I told you four ahead of time. We need one more Super Bowl trivia question. Here's one. Go ahead. Here's one for you. Who, uh, which is the last team to win the Super Bowl with a first-year head coach? N- not first year with that team, but with a first-year head coach. His first year as a head coach in the NFL. The last team to do it? The last team to do it. All right, because I can think of someone who did it, but there may be someone. George Seifert did it, but there may be someone more recent. We'll come back with that answer. And Chase Young and much more as we continue next on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Superstar rookie Chase Young will join me live in just a moment. By the way, I want to pay off a poll we put up, a poll question we put up on Twitter 
on ESPN Radio's Twitter feed asking who's going to be the superior player of the game on Sunday. And the answer came back, Patrick Mahomes, resoundingly with 54% of the vote. Tom Brady got 25. Our thanks to our friends at DraftKings for sponsoring our poll. And a reminder from DraftKings football fans, DraftKings is the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. They have up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs with their Super Bowl prediction pool. Enter the free prediction challenge. Answer questions like who will score last and boom, get ready to make it rain. Download the DraftKings app and use the promo code Greeny. You'll enter the free $55 million prediction challenge and everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. That's code Greeny only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, we will pay off the trivia question in a minute, but I don't want to leave the young man holding here. Uh, Again, Chase Young out of Ohio State was the second pick in last year's draft, burst onto the scene this year, and, and had as much impact as practically any player, I think, in the entire National Football League. In year one with Chase Young, Washington's defense went from 27th in the league to 4th in the league in points allowed. Their pass rush went from 25th in the league to 3rd in the league. And even though they finished last this year in quarterback play, they made the playoffs. And Chase Young was a huge part of the reason for that. And he joins me here on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Chase Young, and thank you for the time. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. And I just wonder, as you look back at that, you know, there were certain players who come into the National Football League with so much hype and attention, and you were certainly one of those. The expectations were enormous. How did you find the transition to the NFL? You were expected to dominate, and and I'll use the word dominate. You did. How did you find the transition from the college game to the pros? Uh, it was definitely, um, you know, the first couple of weeks, it was definitely faster. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's definitely something that you have to get used to, um, obviously, um, just because, you know, it, it's, it's a whole other playing field and, 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 and the speed is, is, is different. Um, but, uh, you know, I had, that's why I had guys like uh, J.A., um, Jonathan Allen, uh, you know, Ryan Kerrigan, um, and them guys, you know, they, they helped me um, throughout the season uh, just mentally and, and, and physically. I want to talk about your coach with you for a minute here, Ron Rivera, if I could. I've known Ron Rivera since the 80s. He was a linebacker on the Bears when I covered them then, and he has now gone on to become one of the most well-respected and successful coaches in the NFL in Carolina, and now after this first season with you there in Washington. And and I think most people are aware, but for those who don't, he coached through this entire season without missing a day while undergoing cancer treatments. And, And he released the wonderful news last week, that he is now cancer-free, and that's obviously fabulous. But I just wonder, how would you describe what he is like as a leader and as a person as well as a coach? Yeah, uh, Coach Rivera, man, he's a, he's a dude. Uh, and it's something that I got from college, but uh, it's just something, somebody who's tough and, and just uh, takes care of, uh, you know, who who just takes care of, uh, of, of their responsibilities. And, uh, you know, that's what he's um, And still come to practice and coaches. Uh, with that same energy, um, it's just a, a testimony and uh, of, of just uh, what, what type of guy and just how um, high of, of character he has. I got a sense of it yesterday. I did an event with him um, independent of, of the show, and he was talking about how he was literally going through radiation therapy and chemo, ther- uh, excuse me, radiation treatments and chemotherapy treatments in the morning and then going directly to the facility. Was it ever evident to you? Like, could you ever see that a, lo- a loss of energy in him or how hard he was struggling to maintain all of that through an ordeal that for most people is, is almost impossible to function through? 
Oh, of course. I mean, I, you, you you come in and you, you see him. Uh, he drops a, a a little bit of weight, but you, on, uh, what you don't see is you don't see change. You don't see change in, in the way he coaches. Um, you don't see change in how he treats everybody. He he he's always been the same guy, and uh, you know that that's that's something that 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 I I, I respect the most about him. Um, you know, I even know myself if, if I was in that situation. Um, you know, just me thinking what I would do, and uh, you know, Coach Vera just did does the exact opposite, um, and, and that's just a testimony of, of, of who he is. The great Chase Young is with me here, and he actually mentioned on this call that I was on with him that and maybe as a result of that, because all of you players were aware of what he was going through and how much more vulnerable he was as a result of it, your team actually had the least COVID of any team in the National Football League this year. How, how would you describe yeah. what it was like going through that, being as careful as you all were? What was it like? Uh, it was uh, it was it was different, um, but you know, even being a rookie coming in, uh, this being my first year, um, I don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like um, everything was going to be new to me, regardless. Um, so I mean, it, 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 I just I, I definitely see how it it, it affected my teammates. Um, how just you know, some guys during camp would, would stay in, in in the hotel and not even see their family, um, just 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 the whole whole time of camp. So. Um, definitely uh, family-wise um, and, and things like that, I feel like that's the, the biggest way in, in, in how it uh, affected our team. Greeny and the great Chase Young here on ESPN Radio. We come to you live every day from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. A few other things I want to ask you about. Uh, you had that episode at the, at the in the playoffs there where you were saying you were running off the field that day saying, I want to crack at Tom Brady. And when people were saying, hey, look at you, you're talking trash, you, you said it's quite the opposite. Like a young kid like you who's been watching Tom Brady play all your life, like what did it mean to you to be out there on the field with him? And I know that he sent you a signed jersey after the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was it was crazy, uh, Greeny. You know, I just love ball. It, 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 it's something about me. I, I love ball, and uh, you know, those types of opportunities um, I don't take for granted. Uh, playing against um, which someone we all know is going to be a Hall of Famer, um, one of the best ever, if if not the best ever. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I definitely didn't take that opportunity for granted, and uh, you know, him him sending me his jersey uh, definitely meant a lot. Um, and, 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 and I'm, I'm just grateful and, and, and blessed. Two more quick things for you, Chase, and then we'll get to the program that you're a part of here. One of them, uh, Urban Meyer was the man who recruited you to Ohio State University. Obviously, you wound up playing there under Ryan Day as well, but he's on his way to the NFL now. What, is, what are your thoughts on Urban Meyer coming to coach in the pros? Uh, you know, I like it. Um, you know, Coach Meyer, one thing you know about Coach Meyer is that he's a winner um, and, and that he hates losing. Uh, so I believe, you know, anywhere he goes um, – He's definitely going to get those guys to win. And then finally, and this is the most important question of all. Tell me the truth. You're an Ohio State Buckeye. In the Big Ten yeah. championship game of this year, at some point in the third quarter, I am, and, and I will just tell you right now, I am a Northwestern alum. At any point during yeah. that game, were you nervous? When we were beating you in the third quarter this year before Trey Sermon ran for whatever it was, 300 yards, at any point during that game, were you nervous that you were going to lose the Big Ten championship game to my beloved Northwestern Wildcats? To be honest, the first uh, my initial thought was I was confused. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> well, what, what were you confused uh, about, Chase? <laughs> I was <laughs> I was confused how we were down like that. Uh, that's how I was confused. I was I mean down. Um, you know, and it was you know it wasn't a uh, you know it, and y'all was uh y'all was putting the press on us. Um, and it had us uh you know 
I would have, would I bash it against the wall? But you know, the, the, we end up coming out with a win. You know, thank God. You know, <laughs> yes, not the way I saw it, but yes, I agree with you. You did come out with the win, and <laughs> on you went to the playoff and knocked off Clemson and all the rest of that. It was a great year for Ohio State. Okay, Chase Young with me, and I've really enjoyed this. And you're with us the program today. You're here on behalf of the lasting cologne quality scent of New Old Spice Dynasty, available at Walmart. Tell us about the program, Chase Young. Yeah, um, it's so so basically, obviously, everything going on uh, throughout the year, um, and, and basically, I teamed up with Old Spice, uh, and they came out with a new line called uh, Dynasty, and uh, I just put some on it. It smells real good. Uh, it's it's strong, just like cologne, but uh, it, it basically has me um, with, with the smell that's that's that, that's just ready for 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 anything. Well, it's a great program, and again, you had a terrific season. It was a, a joy to watch you play. You're a terrific young player. Continued success, Chase. Stay healthy. Thank you, and we'll see you next year. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's Chase Young out of Ohio State. And, and again, if you listen to the show, you know that I follow the Big Ten particularly closely because of my my time at Northwestern, and so I watch all the games. So I was onto that kid, I think, sort of early in, in everyone being onto him. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. I know Nick Bosa came in and made an enormous splash in the NFL as a rookie coming out of the same school. Joey Bosa, also there from Ohio State. I'm telling you, Chase Young is the best of them. And I was saying that the people who, you know, before everyone was pointing it out, he, he is an, he's an unbelievable player. He wrecks a game like on a level with Aaron Donald. I'm, I'm not, Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the sport. And he's one of the best defensive players ever. Aaron Donald, when it's all said and done, is going to be there with Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White and whoever else you want to put in the discussion. Dion, whoever you consider to be the greatest defensive players ever. Aaron Donald is assured of being that. He's going to be in that conversation. He's that good. It's much too early to say Chase Young is anything like that. But what I am saying to you, and again, my main man Hembo is here for those of you just joining us. He, if you watch them play, he wrecks a game like, like, like Aaron Donald does, like no one else does. You, he, the, the novice fan, all I am is a fan. I didn't coach this sport. I didn't play the sport. But just watch the game on television. He wrecks the game like nobody else does. Yeah, we have stats that measure both pass rush and run blocking, run, mm-hmm. uh, run stopping, excuse me. And by those measures, he ranked in the top seven in both. As a rookie, he's the only player in the NFL that can say that. As a rookie, in the top seven in both measures, it's, it's somewhat astonishing. Like Aaron Donald is a stud, obviously a great pass rusher, but sometimes he lags behind in other ways. Chase Young immediately was elite in both areas. He is a genuinely great yeah. player. All right, Greeny, reminding you, you can spend your tax return wisely with Straight Talk Wireless. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for 199 bucks, plus get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. All right, I didn't want to keep him on hold, so we didn't pay off the trivia question. So we've added to it. So go ahead, and for those just joining us, ask me the question again. Greeny, which is the last team to win the Super Bowl with a first-year head coach? Okay, so I said, when you said it, I said, I know George Seifert did it. I didn't know if it's happened more recently than him. You told me Seifert is the right answer to the question. That's right. But then you said there's only one other time that it's happened, and I will be honest with you. I've spent the entire break <laughs> racking my mind, and I don't have it. So let me, let me think it through. You're saying there's only one other team that won a Super Bowl with a, with a first-year coach, meaning not his first year with that team, but first year ever as a head coach. And this would be a legendary pull, like a Graziano-level pull. Because like John Gruden, it was his first year in Tampa when he won the Super Bowl, but that doesn't count. It does not count. Because he had been a head coach right. before. So one 
coach who had never been the coach before. Here's the game I'm thinking of. I'm going to have a hard time remembering the name. I believe when the Baltimore Colts won Super Bowl V, beating Dallas, Don Shula had been their coach. He then left to go coach Miami. They beat Dallas in in Super Bowl V on a field goal by Jim O'Brien at the end. But I can't for the life of me remember the name of the coach. But that's You've identified the correct game. Okay, I want to say the coach's last name was something like McCafferty? That's right. What is his first name? Don? Yes. <laughs> oh, how about that? How about that? Don McCafferty. Don McCafferty, Baltimore Colts, Super Bowl V. Johnny Unitas was the starting quarterback. Jim O'Brien, they won the, they won the game 16-13. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, here's the bottom line. I work around all these people who played sports all their lives. I just read books. I just sat and read books about sports. So when it comes to that era in particular, I think I literally know everything, but I, couldn't, I can't believe I came up with the That's name. That's such a good pull. Johnny Unitas, though, didn't finish that game, if, if you recall. Was it Moral? Did they go to Moral? Earl Moral. Yeah, because he started. You Unitas know, started the, and only completed three passes in the game. Unitas did. Right. Okay, but one way or another. Okay, I feel good about having gotten That's that one right. That's a good pull. All right, Greeny feeling good about himself. Meantime, there's something that I just want you to know. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. All right. Bubba, I want you to come in in this conversation as well, because this is the kind of thing that I think everyone can relate to. But I just want to state for the record, and I want, I want, I feel like we need to start a movement, Okay. Uh, Bubba, and I, if you have time, I'm going to put together a committee to look into this. And, and if you have the time in your schedule, I'd like you to chair this committee. And that is the following. We need to do something about unsubscribing. So there are some mailing lists or some things that you get where you, you, I start getting emails from them. Okay. So, so we all have this experience, right? You just get emails. You're inundated with emails from different businesses. Some of them at least on my phone, have a little option directly under their name that says unsubscribe. Hit here to unsubscribe. That's a dream scenario Mm. because you hit that and now you're done. But here's the problem. Most of the things I want to unsubscribe from don't give me that option. And I'm telling you right now, I don't have enough time in my day to go through all of the steps that it requires to unsubscribe myself from something. Bubba, have you had this experience? You hit, I want to unsubscribe. Then it's got like eight questions. The reason I'm unsubscribing is because you're taking up too much of my time needlessly in the first place. Now I need to check one of these five boxes as to why I'm unsubscribing. Would I mind giving you a little feedback? Yes. If I'm not interested enough to hear from you, I'm definitely not interested enough to give you any feedback. And I think it's ingenious because what it ultimately does is I think to myself, it takes up less of my time to just delete the emails than it does to go through the process of unsubscribing. Bubba, is this an experience that you can relate to? Well, yeah, I was going to say they pretty much got you good because I just delete it. I don't bother trying to unsubscribe because of exactly what you're saying. But it keeps coming. Like, I have so many. Somehow I got involved. Right, because you can't unsubscribe. It's a trick that you can't do it. You do it. You try. It's step one, step two. Step, I just delete it and move on with my life. You're trying. You know, you're on step 10. Well. And you're getting another email. I, there's something in my in my basic sort of, you know, um, it's a little OCD, I guess, but whatever it is, like, I can't just keep getting these emails I don't want and not do anything about it, Hembo. <laughs> and, and, and so what I wind up doing is, and now I'm going through these steps. 
So I'm sitting there like the show's going to start and I'm sitting there and I'm like, hold on a second, guys. I got to check one of these three boxes, but you have to read them carefully because the next thing you know, you're signing up for more. It's like, are you interested in receiving updates on this irrelevant nonsense that we're doing? And the no, I'm not interested in that, but I have to check the boxes. They're putting double negatives. Check this if you're not interested in Check this one if you are interested. The next thing I know, I'm spending all of my time unsubscribing from things. And if you, and if you make it to the end of the road. 10 to 14 business days. What? Business days? Are yes. they sending you something? Right. Are they shipping you something? Right. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I could order anything on planet Earth and get it in 10 to 14 days. You can't unsubscribe me? Uh, so I, I, I'm out. This I mean, frustrates me. Do you remember what happened when Kramer tried to unsubscribe from the junk mail? I do. It didn't work out well for him. No, Newman called him in and the whole thing got very ugly. But I'm not talking about mail. This is email. Yeah, well, it's it's today's mail. It's you know It is. It really is. So the next thing you know, I'm gonna be sitting there and and, and Newman is gonna have an eye a, a, a light flashed yeah, in my it's eye. Not under these lights. I I'm I'm trying to figure out why I'm doing this. But anyway, I just thought that was something I wanted you to know. And it was something I thought might be relatable because I just don't have enough time in my day to unsubscribe from all of the nonsense emails that I get. So as a result, I wound up doing what Bubba said, which feels lazy to me, but I can't help it. I just delete them. And now it clogs up my deleted box, which is slowing down my feed. So I get emails now where there's a delay and there's, I've got like a backlog in my deleted box. And you got to go in there and you got to clean out your sent items and your deleted. I'm telling you, this is a whole thing. And if there's some way out of it, please let me know what it is. But if you're going to send me a way to get out of it, don't send it in an email because I'm getting too many of those as it is. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. All right. Once again, every single day, The Green List, my top five all time, this, that or the other. Again, chosen only by me, the world's foremost uh, authority on all matters and my list today the top five defenses to win the Super Bowl so to be clear I'm not talking about the five best defensive performances in Super Bowls I'm talking about of all the teams that have won Super Bowls who were the five best defenses and it breaks my heart not to have any of the Steelers on here but I'm telling you right now if you look back at the Steel Curtain 70s Steelers their best defense by far was 76, and they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. That was the year, I I was looking up the numbers yesterday, I think they had nine shutouts, Mm. or something ridiculous like that. Go look up today at some point. If you have a minute, if you you can get through all of the unsubscribing you're doing today, look up the 1976 Pittsburgh Steelers defense. They're the best defense, maybe ever, but they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. Number five. Number five is the 86 Giants. Lawrence Taylor is about all you need to say. But they were an unbelievable defense. They also had the Hall of Famer, Harry Carson. They were second in the league in yards allowed, third in the league in points per game allowed, 59 sacks, 24 picks. They knocked out quarterbacks, it felt like, every single week. They beat Joe Montana 49-3 in a playoff game. They're number five on the list. Number four. Number four is the 2015 Broncos. Because very few teams have ever been fully carried by their defense the way that one was to a championship. But Von Miller and those guys, they were first in the league in defense that year. And in the playoffs, they beat Roethlisberger, Brady, and Cam Newton, allowing just 44 points to those three quarterbacks in three playoff games. Number three. Number three is the 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Booger McFarland's team. You're welcome, Boog. You actually, you could be higher on this list. Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, 
Uh, Simeon Rice, an unbelievable defense. The numbers are ridiculous. They had 31 interceptions that year and gave up 10 passing touchdowns. The 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, third on the all-time list of great defenses to win the Super Bowl. Number two. The 2000 Ravens are second. They won that all by themselves. The 2000 Ravens played four playoff games. They allowed their defense allowed 16 points in those four playoff games and had 12 takeaways. They would be the best ever, except number one. The 85 Bears are the stuff of legend, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If the 85 Bears had kicked, had punted on first down all season long, they would have gone eight and eight. They were that that was the best defense in pro football history, and they won the Super Bowl. So they're number one on the green list today of the greatest defenses ever to win the Super Bowl. Great fun today. Thank you to an outstanding guest list. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Hembo. And thank you for hanging out with me here. I will see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow as we continue counting it down to the Super Bowl on ESPN Radio.